0: and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 1043, The Fan. Think about it. It is right here. It is right now. Love so strange. Said you now know. How you doing today, Brandon Stokely?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. Zach, hey. how you doing? Doing fantastic, man. Happy hump day to you. Yeah, it's already Wednesday. It feels like it's Tuesday. That's how it works. That's how it works. When you have a day
0: off. Beautiful day in Colorado. Just gorgeous. Just gorgeous. We're kind of hitting that uh, uh, time of year where it's like if you leave in the morning, it's like in the 60s. By the afternoon, it's it's nice and warm in the 80s. Uh,
1: a beautiful time period to be uh, right here in Colorado. Yeah, best time of the year uh, once it gets to, to you know fall football season. Best time of the year. Best time to golf. Absolutely love it. Can't wait to go. We got game week. Oh my Zach, gosh! Stoke, I game week for the Broncos. So it's here, excited. dude. It is here. Today's so... Wednesday, so the Broncos will be practicing today. Yes, I'm, I don't know. I don't know their schedule, but usually you, you try to keep your routine. They had the day off yesterday. Did you? Have you seen that or not? Uh, I believe they had the day off yesterday. I
0: think they're practicing right now. Yes, and then Sean Payton will be stepping up to the podium at about two o'clock.
1: All right, can't wait. Uh, but it's here. I mean, they're 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 in game week mode and it starts today this is their routine wednesday practice thursday practice friday practice and then um, you know saturday a little walk through or whatever and get ready to play sunday raiders will be coming to town oh my god so all of that smack i've been talking yes it will come to fruition on sunday i'm counting right on down it. that in Oh, I'm I'm i it. am too I am too. Trust me. And I can't wait. I, I am locked in. Give my prediction on Friday. So yes, buckle up. Yes, yes, that's great. Set and your alarm. Set your
0: reminder. Because it's going to be a doozy. We also um, have yet to give our season prediction. That's right. On the Denver Broncos. That's right. So really looking forward to that uh, on Friday's show. Uh, and then tomorrow, we'll come in here and do a table setting segment for Chiefs Lions. We ain't coming in here tomorrow, brother. What do you mean? Remote. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. We're yeah. out on location. We're yeah. out on location, which yeah. I'm fired up for. Um, but, yeah, I, I cannot I cannot wait for tomorrow night. Chiefs-Lions. First game of the year, man. Lions are going to give them everything they can handle. I am already locked in multiple different ways. Uh, talked about the Raiders already on their season under. Uh, really, really fading the Raiders. This year. I think they could be a, a spiraling mess by November. Um And I'm just so fired up, man. I'm so so fired up for Saturday morning, CU Nebraska. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. And um, just got so much going on. such a fun time of year to be doing this
1: job. It, It really is. I mean, you're talking about Broncos Raiders on Sunday to open the season. Yeah. Right? But then you got CU, like you just mentioned, coming off that great win against CCU on the road playing one of their most hated rivals in Nebraska, coming to town. We're, everyone was already excited about this game. Yes. Right? I don't know. They, they haven't played in a few years or something, right? Um, uh, They've they, they, they played a couple times yeah. here
0: in the last few years. Yeah. Okay. 18, 19 for yeah. sure few
1: years. Yeah. Okay. That's like three years. It, it, has it been that long? I know. You said 18 or 19. I know. I know. I know. they definitely right so so played like 18, 19. Years.
0: Yeah. That's like four years. So that's. So have they not played for sure I, three years in a I, row? I, I don't know. Okay. So so don't press me about what I'm saying. You brought it up. So you worry about I, your phone facts.
1: A few right? years. And you tried to correct me. And then I, you validated me. You said <laughs> they haven't played since 18 or 19. Okay. That's perfect. That's what I said. <laughs> oh Isn't that what I said? That's what I said. Just, just worry about your own lawn over there. It looks good, man. It looks good. Well, you trying to correct me. They haven't played for a few years, right? And now it's back. Maybe they played last year. Did they play last year? Just, this is Did the thing that you should year? know before bringing it up and start wow. saying it. Well, I thought I knew until you corrected me <laughs> All right. and tried to interrupt me, so maybe, I, maybe I'm mistaken here. You know, I wasn't in tune with CU football last year because I knew the under hit, you know, after week three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so – um. Until um, our, our guy Nova came down and scooped up uh, oh, uh the, the oh, Buffalo Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie. Um. <laughs> I wasn't really paying much attention to CU football last year. Uh. But it's here, man. Yeah. And that rivalry goes back. You know, you listen to you know guys around the station that that are you know big CU fans and that course, have yeah. been around here for a long time, Merrillat and those guys, and they talk about that rivalry. And so, it's here. Two new coaches. Matt Rule taking over Nebraska. I can't wait for it, man. Oh, it's going to be a great, man. great weekend here in Colorado. No, you're right. And, and regardless
0: of what happened this past Saturday, we are already looking forward to that matchup anyway. The That's fact right. that they won, it's like, oh, my gosh. Um, he, he, here's, here's a crazy scenario for you. Like, you, if, if they win on Sunday, which Nebraska this time last week was a touchdown favorite, they are now a field goal underdog. That thing, I, I said this ten. To, what's ten. that? ten? Ten point swing. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen that. Like, That's what like, I was wondering. Is that, it, is, that, is that is that ever happened before? I, I'm sure it has, but due to devastating Maybe a injury. Yeah, yeah. Not not because of just on field performance. Like it's significant if it, if if it swings through zero and a favorite now becomes the underdog. That's significant. But you don't see a line swing through a full touchdown, then proceed to swing through zero and get up to a field goal the other way. I've never seen it
1: ever. Like I was moseying around last night, and I sent y'all a text. Just moseying around, you know, just enjoying the great Colorado weather in the evening. Mm-hmm. And wife went to Lionel Richie. Really? Yeah. Oh, that long. Right. So, yeah. so Did
0: you see him at a Super Bowl? Like, or, 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 or at a post yeah, a party? Yeah, uh, yeah. Lynch, you know, Lynch's Arizona? Hall of Fame party. Yes. He was there. Yes. Um.
1: So yes. Um. Which was really cool. Uh. But so so you know I'm I'm by myself. Kid goes to bed. And I'm just, so I just got time on my hands. So I'm looking at different things. I see CU's new, updated win totals. Unbelievable. Zach. Unbelievable. We knew where it was, right? Yeah. It was at three and a half. Yes. They win the first week. That means, by the way, and I saw a lot of,
0: that means if the win total's at three and a half, and I know it's new to a lot of people, to 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 win that bet, if you bet the over, they had to win four games. Got to win I four. I saw a lot of, Zach, you you didn't even have them winning three games. No, no, I didn't see the fourth one. You, to, to cover it, you got to go over three and a half to get to that fourth win. What is it now?
1: People are really. Not understanding
0: that, yeah, like multiple people, but but oh. it's 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 you still call them out. No, 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 I think no, no. You do? No, 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 you, you no, s- you no. Seem a little bit upset no. about that. Absolutely not. Okay. I deserved all the chirping I got this okay. weekend on right. Twitter. Yeah, you .com. did. You did. You yeah. did.
1: Um, You certainly did. But that's all right. Uh, you're a big boy. Yeah, it's your big it to the boy. Game. That's yeah. right. Put your big boy pants on. That's right. We don't get all W's over here. Right. We take some L's, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, not very many, though. Hey, we got more W's and L's. Okay, but S- every now like and then Ross. we take S- a like few. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Been a yeah. lot of ups, you know. been a yeah. lot
1: of ups. I mean, a couple of downs, a lot of ups, though. <laughs> more ups and <than> downs. <laughs> That's right. That's us. That's us. Um, but it, it sits right now, Zach. It moved from three and a half to uh, five. Five. Wow. And before, now uh, some people might not understand this. Before the juice, the they wanted you to bet. The under. So they were giving you minus money. Well, they kind of wanted well, you to bet the over. They wanted you to bet the over, excuse me. Yeah. They wanted you to bet the over because they were giving you plus money on the over. Yes. So if you bet a hundred, you would win like a hundred and five, hundred and ten bucks. Yeah. You had to bet like a hundred and twenty-five to win a hundred on the under. Yeah. So they're telling you please bet the over. Right. Now it's reversed. Wow. Now it's reversed. They want you to bet the under. Wow. So and it's, and it's that's where we're
0: at up, uh, a game and a half game after a half. one game. After one game, so it's a, up a game and a half, also
1: juiced to like that is so. We need to go crazy. We need to go back through it again. I want to go back through their their schedule again. Now that we've seen one week, and then we can play the game. Right, win loss, win loss. Yeah, because we have more, yeah, you're more right, evidence. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know, we we've seen some other teams play. We've seen CU you play. No, we don't have all the evidence, but we had none before. Right. Right, I mean, I, I didn't watch some practice. I no, don't know no. what was going on over no. there, so we're just guessing and speculating. Truly, truly, that was it.
0: True. How, how could you seriously be convicted? And I t- I took the under, and I I know other people took the over, but how could you be convicted one way or another where there's 88 new players and all new coaches?
1: We just didn't know. You had to have a lot of blind faith, yeah. in Dion and what they were doing, and, and you know maybe if you were out there a lot if you're you know maybe a certain media member or somebody that's watching practice every single day or out there a lot maybe you could really believe but you still hadn't seen it yeah. you know it's one thing to watch practice going against each other right. but it's another thing like right. when you start playing real football so it's it, it was hard to kind of you know Speculate and look that much ahead, and think that you know what this team could go from all of that to yeah. the success that they had. But now that we've seen it, now that we know a little now, something, now we can. I think we can play the game um, uh, a little it. better. I love it, and I adjust, love it. Yeah, and see what number we come up with because I don't know. You know, the five that might be, <laughs> yeah. that might still might do under. Who knows? Might Maybe, do over. Right, might right. Whatever. You know, it's funny. Even if you are close to the program, because
0: I heard we, we had on yesterday uh Mark Johnson. Mark Johnson was on the fan on Friday on the drive. Who's closer to the program? Who, who, who's got their eyes on? He was asked less than 24 hours before kickoff. He was like, I have no idea what to expect. Now we know a little something. I love that idea. Let's go through the schedule. We will maybe a little bit later in today's show because we definitely will be circling back to see you. But we got all this stuff going on. Broncos rivalry week, and Raiders started the season, and CU and Nebraska. Something else? And Sean Payton said, uh-huh. Oh, no, he Hold did. On. Not again. Hold
1: on. Not
0: again. Oh, details next. Oh. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach.
1: Play on, play on, play Raise the and have some fun.
0: So Lionel Richie was in Denver last night, At huh? Ball Arena, yeah. At Ball? Yeah. Let the
1: music right. play on. Play, on, play on. Everybody sing. Why didn't you go to the show? Dance. I wasn't invited. <laughs> <just> oh. I <laughs> didn't get invited. No invite, man. I didn't even know. I didn't even know what was going on. So, um. How, how can you not like Lionel Rich, Richie, right? I mean seriously. He's, he's awesome. Um but I didn't, you know, wife was going with friends. Um and so I, I got no um no invites. So I just I made my own party. Oh nah at all. <laughs> That's what you gotta do,
0: right? Uh no one was gonna throw you a party last night you throw it yourself. That's right. <laughs> <gasps> Enjoyed oh, myself. Man, that dude sold a lot of records, man. A lot of records.
1: Rockies came through for me. Some did live they? action. Yeah. Totally yeah. forgot that they yeah. still existed. Yeah, went on that, that football That live, with that live oh, no. did that right? Yeah. They won 3-2. Uh, okay. But they failed me because before the game, I had over their runs. Three and a half. Okay. Did it. Put it in because I knew I was going to have a long night, fun night. So I, I was, like, looking for different things. Put that in. And they scored three in like the first four or five innings. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. They're gonna get one more. Never got one more. Mm. Not one more run to clear that over. In five innings or so? Are you serious? Sounds like the Rockies. Yeah, yeah, but they gotta win, so that was good. Yep. Uh but let's move on to some bigger and better news here. I mean, holy smokes, like news, like what it's it's
0: the week of the season. The NFL NFL football starts on Tomorrow night, and then we get the whole slate on Sunday. I just cannot wait. I'm bursting with excitement. It's almost unhealthy how um, forward I look to NFL football, college football. It just becomes a staple of my life, and I just kind of revolve around it. Uh, so I cannot cannot wait. Um, but Sean Payton said, "Oh, you guys are going to have a party without me, right?" Uh uh-uh. uh. Let, let me insert myself <laughs> once again to a national headline. We had no idea um, that Seth uh, Wickersham was embedded in Denver. And when I say the name Seth Wickersham, what do you think of?
1: I think of a national guy that, um, you know, gets some great stories. And, you know, he had the Patriot stuff, right? He gets ownership stuff. Um, so the guy is, is well-connected and well-locked in, you know, within the NFL uh, community, whether, you know, I guess some coaches, but also with organizations and ownership. You know, when the ownership stuff goes on, he always seems to have some goodies there also. Yeah, and, and you know, what, what I think
0: of, and you're spot on, but what I think of, I think of big pieces. Yep. He does not do, like, weekly stories. Seth Wickersham embeds himself in, in New England for 6 months and gathers as much information and then drops a freaking exposé a year before the New England divorce pointing to all the issues and it's like oh my gosh this is an explosive story. He embeds himself in Andrew Luck's life and releases, you know, why the you know, why the real reasons behind Andrew Luck retiring and he interviews 400 people for it. That's what kind of work he does. So when I saw on the front page at espn.com that Seth Wickersham has a piece on Sean Payton, I just went, oh, what's going to come out from this? And there's a lot to it. And when I say a lot, I mean, well, how many pages are we talking about oh, when we hit print goodness. on this thing, oh. Kistner? I mean, this has got to be 16, 20 pages. I think it was like 10. Okay, but it's uh, front and back, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just a lot. I'm holding it in my hand right now. It's just a lot, okay? And already coming out of it is... um.
1: It's about 15,
0: 16. Okay. Because
1: they're 10.
0: That's what I thought. That's, that's what I thought. But, but we're already getting side stories written about Wickersham's story. I mean, so it's a big deal. It's a big profile. It's a big expose. So Peyton, in this piece, vented to Seth Wickersham about who else but Roger Goodell in the league office. Now, this is not the first time this offseason. What was the first time? What was the first time? I I forgot. No problem. When Awazirike got suspended, and he's like, shame on us. This is on the, you know, he's mentioning Roger and stuff like that. And, you know, probably didn't have all the information, spoke a little bit too soon. We find out 24 hours later that Awase Rike is, like, betting on his own teammates, like, from the cold tub,
1: okay? And was doing it at Iowa State also. And was and doing, yeah. like, he, was he could go away. Parlay in yeah. College.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He could, like, go away. Yeah. So, um... Like not, not Judy, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. away. Yeah. Like, do a, f- a few days. Yeah. Um, so, we've already known some past tension between Sean Payton and Roger Goodell, but... Uh Sean Payton believes he has reason to be cynical about the league office, okay? In his final months with the Saints, Sean Payton had one specific beef with the league office. This man launched uh, a study of penalties committed against each team in the prior 4 seasons, okay? So this is the end of Sean Payton's tenure. He did his own sort of, you know, research and it revealed that the New Orleans Saints ranked 30th, 31st, 32nd, and 32nd in a league of 32 when it came to penalties called against their opponents. Stoke, if that's happenstance, it's an extreme statistical anomaly. Um, But his not-so-subtle message was, and is, apparently, because he went on the record to Seth Wickersham about it, is that the league's bias against the Saints um, showed itself on game day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm in his corner on this one. And he should speak up because I don't want to see that crap over here. You know, I don't want to see it affecting the Denver Broncos because of, you know, um, NFL and, and Roger and how they feel about Sean Payton going back to the, you know, Bounty Gate stuff. Like, all right, enough's enough. So I think if you draw attention to this and highlight it, now I think, um, you know, I, I, I think they – People will be more aware of this, and it will help you out here, right? Mm. Um, and okay. we saw that nonsense that went down in New Orleans. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're talking about one of the most blatant uh, blatant um, pass interference calls that didn't get called against the Rams. And and it de- doesn't even get called. Rams go to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
0: they, yeah, yeah. The winner was going to go to the biggest game. On, we saw on the Earth.
1: Vikings one right where the push off. I think Kyle Rudolph in the corner, of the, yeah, end back zone, of the end zone, corner um, end zone yeah. didn't get called. Also, yep. another playoff game against the Saints. So you're talking. You're not talking about like um calls that you're like, well, I don't know. You know, is that should have? I mean, these are calls that um right in front of us. Like we all saw it, especially that Rams one. I mean, it was just as bad as it could get. And you get no call there, um, so it's like at, at a certain point you got to stand up for yourself. And I told you early on when all that stuff during the coaching search started coming out, I told you I said I think this is coming from the league. Mm-hmm. The league has a a, a vendetta, vendetta. Yeah. A, a personal. It feels personal with Sean Payton for some reason, and I think it's coming from the league. And, and, and just to reset where we were at the time, what was coming from the league? There was just a lot of. Um, Things being floated out there to the media taking shots at Sean Payton. Like whispers of, yes. like, you guys know he's a bad guy? Right, yeah. You guys right. know,
0: like, he's got this on his resume and that on his resume?
1: Exactly. And I'm like, where is this coming from? And, I'm like, I, I think it's coming from the league office. Like, they, they're, they're trying to, you know, disparage him and uh, drag his name through the mud here through this coaching search and uh, maybe turn teams against him and be like, ah, I don't know, man, that's some bad stuff. Maybe he did in the past or whatever the case may be. And, um, and, and I, and I thought it was a league office that was doing it. And,
0: and you, and, and just to back you up, man, when I saw this, those conversations were the first thing that I thought of, like numero uno, the first, because when we were having those conversations, there wasn't anyone else that I knew of on the station or in the market that had that theory that there is history. Between the league office and really, who is the league office? It's Roger, right? It's Roger. Not that he was like calling people individually, right. like not not that he was doing that. But but and this, this is interesting because Wickersham made it clear um, that this is not like Sean Payton's gripe here. It's not that Goodell is calling the refs before the like, hey swallow Roger. your whistles like he's Vince McMahon the night before WrestleMania. It's <laughs> if it's just a known. Um, disconnect right over the years, and what could that do? It could permeate to people to the left and right of Roger Goodell, and maybe they're the heads of different departments that trickle down to the individual teams or the officials and the officiating committees and the
1: head officials and all this stuff. And, and Zach, real quick these these guys get graded, these refs get graded, right? Uh, but if you know that, you know what? If the Saints are playing and you miss a call here or there, it kind of you, your bosses look the other way they give you a little you know they don't say anything or or if you do make calls against them or whatever the case may be you know you get a pat on the back type of thing you get maybe a little bump and now you're you're working in the AFC you know west uh, right. AFC you, championship right, game or whatever right, the case right. may be like oh that was nice right i mean you can just kind of put two and two together and so that's kind of how you can work the system right where when you're calling the saints game if you screw the saints you get a pat on the back or, or 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 if you drop the ball maybe nothing happens exactly exactly so that's how this stuff works you know like like you said it's not Roger calling the refs and saying hey yeah. make sure you you screw Sean Payton over no that's not the case but you know everyone knows like who Roger likes and doesn't like right. and and how you get promotions and how you work bigger games so there's some quotes here uh that
0: we're going to read you from the article from Sean Payton to ESPN's uh, Seth Wickersham that had uh, the head Broncos coach on the front of ESPN.com here in the last 24 hours but also an- another one of these hot quotes emerging from this profile on Sean Payton is what he told Russell Wilson to stop doing. Hang tight we'll get to it next You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver's Sports Station 104.3 The Fan So Sean Payton had Seth Wickersham at the Broncos facility for not some 15-minute interview, not some hour interview, not a one-day interview. It sounds like Seth Wickersham was embedded within the Broncos in the facility for days um, during the Rams joint practice week and it results in a 15-16 page double-sided profile um tell you what for uh for for asking for uh, uh anonymity yeah uh anonymous donors yeah uh lot, lot from Sean Payton this off-season uh, off and I actually uh uh, we'll we'll go over some of the stuff that we've already because it's stacking up here with
1: Sean. Yeah, just too much. Like honestly, just too much. Like no need to do like you did the Jared Bell USA Today thing, and that blew up in his face in just a big two way. Two different interviews, right? And in, in, in a in a big big way, right? And so that was at the start of camp. Yeah, to the point where he has to apologize and right. do the whole thing took ownership of it. All right, good job. Now, just lay low. Like why are you doing the Seth deal? Why? Right, you know it's coming out before the season, the week of the season. Right, like what are we doing here? Like, why? Do you, do we need more attention? No, we, we, I thought we were looking for our anonymous donors. Like, we're we're trying to stay low key. Let's just go to work, man. That's what you told us, and then you got burned with the Jared Bell thing. What what are we doing? Like, why? That's my question. Why? What do, do you, What would your best guess be, but why would Sean Payton do another national stinking interview with a guy that is really good at what he does, and it's going to be all over ESPN? Yep.
0: Why? Um, if you're asking me? Yeah. I'm not asking Kisner. I have a I have a theory. Okay. Tell me. He can't help himself. He can't help himself. For the same reason that you did the interview with Jared Bell and blasted the commissioner... To the same interview, or same reason why two days later it's a separate interview. Um, what was the second? Oh, it was, it was blasting Hackett. Yeah. It was blasting the former staff. So that became a national story. Blasting the commissioner over the gambling stuff became a national story. He can't help himself when Kay Adams is, you know, batting her eyes at him. He says, well, and he spills the beans on Russell Wilson's weight loss, which we had been asking the question for five, six months without an answer. He lets it out of the bag. Uh, you know, for the same reason that, um, you know, he's doing an interview with Seth Whitsker, for a, a week straight. And it's you're once again a, taking a aim at the commissioner. Yes. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it, for the same reason that he's tweeting at a local media member to, like, watch your mouth. You don't know anything about me building my staff. I mean, there's but, there's there's that was funny. It was funny. But there, I mean, how many NFL coaches out there this offseason were tweeting at a local me- media member calling him out? I'd be willing to bet there's one, and he's here in Denver. And again, like each one of these things unto itself isn't some like referendum, but it is interesting for someone who is asking for less noise to make unequivocally the most noise of any NFL coach in the league, and he hasn't coached a possession yet in Denver. This is just our first off season. They could be further apart, right? Contrast what he asked the and then right. what his actions are. Yeah, that's so. That's why my answer to your question is. I just don't think
1: he can help himself. This is just who he is. And he puts, you know, he, he – and I like Sean Payton. Sure. You know that. Sure. But I got to call him out on this. And, and and he puts the local media in timeout. You know, we're, we're relegated. And he made sure, like, hey, the big dogs in town, you know, training camp, y'all used to be in here. Offseason, you know, y'all used to be in, you know, having this access to guys. He wouldn't give the interviews with the new signees. Nope, right? Nope. He wouldn't let them talk. Nope. Um, you know, limited access to the locker room and, and during, you know, the OTA stuff, all of that stuff. Relegated us, local media, to... Yep. Far away above the fans, yep. training camp. I know yep. people listen. to say, oh, "Who cares, Stokely? You're... No, 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 no. It, we've always been right there on the field. We we got to broadcast right there during training For camp. Years, didn't matter who and, the coach was. Right, and and now we've been you know relegated to far and away. And but Seth Wilkerson, you know, he's embedded, and he gets you know all this access. And there's Sean Payton is, again, national news. We're about to play the Sneaking Raiders, and we're talking about Sean Payton and what he said about Russ, what he said about Roger, what he said about uh, what else did he talk about. I mean, all this other stuff, it's like, why? What are we doing here? You're you're telling the players to act one way, and and they did a great job of it. Russ really reined things in, and you you didn't hear a lot from uh, really a lot of guys. Just been working and grinding. Yeah, which I love. No, it's been great. It's been great. But then there he is. Yeah. Start a camp. What yeah. are we talking about? We're talking about how much Russ sucked last year. Yeah. And he's being asked about it, right, because of what Sean Payton said. And we're talking about how bad it was last year with Hackett. You know, we're revisiting all this stuff. When he, t- when he said, take the rearview mirror off, we're looking forward. Right. And that's not what we're doing because of everything that he said. Stoke, not only do we got the rearview mirror
0: still on the car, we got a telescope to go back to his days in New Orleans. Like, he's revisiting a conspiracy theory against Roger Goodell. I don't and mind he, that. No, I, I know, I know, yeah. I know, because the facts that he presented are just that. They're facts. I mean, if you're, if you're 30th, 31st, 32nd, and 32nd in four consecutive years in penalties, that's bizarre. Something's up there. But you're revisiting what happened years ago as you're about to launch this new era of Broncos football, and we're talking about him being tired of going to
1: war with the league office when he was the coach of the Saints. See, I think that's smart. Um, because now you're highlighting it more. And so the, the national, you know, spotlight is on this now. So if the Broncos are doing it again, there's going to be more people talking about it now. So I think that, that might have been a smart approach from him there, but let's leave Russ alone. Let's leave what he did last year alone. Let's leave Hackett alone. Uh, who cares? That, that was none of your business. You weren't here, right? You're focused on what we're doing now and, and, and getting this thing back on track. But here we are again, you know, with another big national, uh, story. And, you know, if if this guy was, you know, Mike McDaniels, um, Pete Carroll, uh, whoever else, like, and wanted to come out with these national stories, whatever, like Pete's like, you know, you, you do whatever you want as a player. Whatever. Like, you know, if you want to do social – Mike McDaniels seems that way too. But when Sean Payton asks you and tells us, like, hey, we need anonymous donors here, and then has been doing this all along nationally, you got to be like, come on, man. Come on. Like, we're about to play football. We we got a season to to play. I don't. We we shouldn't be talking about Sean Payton's ESPN article. Yeah, right. It just shouldn't be. So it's it's just a, it's a bad it's a bad move from him. It's a bad move from him again. Uh, I just don't get it. That's why I'm like it's it's confusing. It really is. I get it. You got some national you know media members that you're you're, you're buddies with or whatever, but. Especially after that Jarrett Bell piece, yes, you just say, yes. "Hey, hey, sorry, yes. Seth. yes, you're my guy," but I just can't. I told right. the players, right, I can't have another national story about me. But you didn't. It's like you didn't learn your lesson. You no, know, but the kicker is, after the Jarrett Bell back-to-back stories
0: in seventy-two hours came out, he got up on the podium and said what we're saying. Do you remember the apology? He said, "Here I am, asking these guys to to play this role, and they've done great. And here I am." With the media savvy, stepping in it. That's almost a quote. And then, but since then, it's a 45-minute, 45 45-minute 45 interview with Trey Wingo. He was on Peter King this past week. He's doing a, a week-long expose with Seth Wickersham. It's it's a lot. That is undeniable. It's a lot of noise that has surrounded Sean Payton since his arrival.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's my question, you know, why? And, you know, I... I I I, I don't know how to answer, but I I, like he can't help himself. He just can't. Um, But it's it's you know as a player you got to continue to like wait again. Uh, Wait, you're doing another one, but one player in particular.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. I think we all know who that guy is, and it's Russell Wilson, and we'll tell you why the latest quote may have him a little bit perturbed coming up next.
1: Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Schlereth and Evans.
0: All right, so we are uh, going through this uh, Seth Wickersham article that dropped on ESPN.com here in the last 24 hours. Um we both like, and this is like this is the uh, this is the ultimate two things can be true at the same time because we like Sean Payton, we do. We're not manufacturing that. Like we, he was when we were going through the like like the job who we wanted. I think we were both kind of on the Harbaugh side, but also Sean Payton. Like it was like one and one a. And then yeah, no, a, I was
1: I was uh, I was Payton. Oh, okay, as okay,
0: my, okay. My choice. okay. My apologies. I was I was John Har or Jim Harbaugh. Excuse me. Um, as my number one, Peyton number two, and then we kind of went from there, Dan Quinn and D'Amico Ryans. I forget. Whatever. Whatever. But he was
1: right. I was thrilled with the
0: hire. Yes, and we're still thrilled with the hire, still think that he's the the right guy to uh, lead this program out of the deathly hollows that they've been living in for six, seven years now. But we can also admit that this is a lot of noise for a guy who said that he didn't want a lot of noise. And there was a moment... Two three weeks ago, where we've been wanting to know how much weight Russell Wilson lost, right? Like, is it is it ten pounds? Is it fifteen? Is it twenty five? This guy looks fantastic, right? Russ wouldn't give it to us pur- pur- purposefully. right? Not smart. only him, but smart. We, yeah,
1: A it, smart it, move by Russ. We and talked and about yes, it, smart move. You don't want it because then you're like, oh man, you're fat last year. You were out of shape. Why were you so fat? And that probably would have been another headline. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, on all these, you know, NFL.com, ESPN.com, Russ says he lost 25 pounds since last year. Right? So we didn't know. Sean Payton does an interview with Kay Adams, says that he lost um, 15 pounds. Kay Adams immediately turns around to Russ and is like, heard you lost 15 pounds, and Russ brushed it off and had some fun with it. Yeah. All good. But in this piece from uh, Wick, uh, Wickersham, uh, who does these, you know, almost infamous at this point, like huge profile exposes, Uh, apparently Sean Payton, told Seth Wickersham, there's a difference between saying what he said to Russ and then saying to Seth Wickersham what he said to Russ, which is what happened here. He told Wilson that to salvage his career, he needs to focus less on Russell Wilson, Inc., like Russell Wilson Incorporated, the business and brand of Russell. He said, quote, Will you effing stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office, end quote. Okay. I mean, look, again, a couple different things are true. That is true. Russell Wilson needed to tone it down and chill out. And the fact that Sean said that to Russ is an entity unto itself Then separate from that, the fact that Sean told Seth Wickersham that, he said that to Russ. I don't know how Russ feels about that on a day like today.
1: Not not good. But, again, why? Why would you tell Seth that's what you told uh, Russell? I love that he told Russell that because someone needed to tell Russell that, and that's why I I wanted Sean Payton here for stuff like this. Yes. You need a big boy. Yes. You need an adult in the room, and that's who Sean Payton is. So I love that. Like, someone needs to tell Russell Wilson, like, stop all this nonsense. Like, stop it. Right? That That's not helping you. It's only hurting you, especially when you don't play well. So just stop it. Right? You don't need all that stuff. And he's spot on. And he's spot on. Perfect. But then you don't need to tell Seth that you told him that. Just keep, the, keep your business in-house, right? Usually you keep all that stuff. Like, our, our conversations between me and Russ, like, I keep that private. Yeah. Right? That's what you tell the media when they ask you certain things. Like, you know, what you tell the team, what you tell certain guys. Like, you keep that stuff private. Russ is going to look at it like, Damn. You know, it's more more questions for me to answer. Yeah, like, like it, now I got to talk about what Sean told me. Right, and and and, and I'm right. gonna be I'm gonna be asked about like, well, what changes did you make? Well, here's well, what you yes, stop doing. Yes, you know how how much of a distraction was it? Like, yes. like why now he's just being like we're, we're playing the Stinking Raiders this week. I know I had us winning by fifty. You know now it's probably twenty. <laughs> but damn, stop! It's a lot. Yeah because guess
0: what? Because guess what? What happened? When Sean Payton said that Hackett was one of the worst coaches in the NFL last year, or no, no in fact, he called it one of the worst coaching jobs of all time. Yeah. That yes. week, Russell Wilson, first question at the podium, asked about last year. Yep. If there's one thing Russell wanted to move on from, it's last year. A couple weeks after that, hey, uh, Sean Payton said you lost 15 pounds. I know you wouldn't tell us, but uh, how'd you go about it? Boom. You think he wants to be asked about that? No. Guess who's scheduled to speak today after practice? As fate would have it, the day after this is released, it's Russ. He's going to be asked about this,
1: maybe multiple times, maybe about so different ways.
0: I'll tell you what: if you, if you were in New York or Philly or like, you're going to get you're going to get grilled on this. I don't know if that will be the case today. Someone's going to ask him. Someone better, a, some Stokely. Someone better ask him. Uh, look, it's very we, relevant.
1: We yes, we we got um, many really good media members here. I think that will. Um, ask that question because that's, that's at the top of the list. Like, you know, what was that conversation like? What did he tell you? Yeah. What have you done different? Right. You know, I mean, so it's just like a list of questions where <sighs> I don't want our starting quarterback talking about last year. He wouldn't be talking about last year at all. Zero questions about last year. Zero questions about his brand. Zero questions about, like, what changed during the off season from last year to this year. Nothing. He'd be talking about the Raiders, their defense and Max Crosby and you know, the, the work that's going in this week, getting ready for the 2023 Raiders. But now he's being asked, he's going to be asked about last year again, and thinking about how uh, much of a disaster it was, and it's just stuff that didn't need to be talked about. So it's like, I'm frustrated over here as just on the outside looking in kind of as a fan, because none of it makes sense. Again, Like you said astutely earlier about his apology. Like, you know, I'm the savvy media member. I shouldn't have said that. You know, like I apologize, and I'm asking these guys to be anonymous donors, and I'm not. Okay, we forgive you, yeah, but you're you're not going to keep, you know, I I think about the players, you're not going to keep forgiving him. Russ can't keep forgiving him when you keep on, you know, doing the same things over and over, and you ask for forgiveness. It's almost like Dmac. Okay, I I I forgave you the first time you apologized, but then you did it again and again. You asked for forgiveness again and again. That's so good, right? I mean, seriously, like Russell's got to be like, bro, yeah. Like, what are you doing? My job's hard enough, and Russ seems like a really nice guy. But like at some point, you'd be like, screw you, yeah. Like, screw you. Stop it. Stop. You, you, and I'm frustrated as a fan. Right. Like, just, like, covering this story right now, I'm getting, like, I get worked up because sure. it doesn't make sense. And it's just like, like, come on, Sean, you're a veteran coach. Like, well, like, this is just, we, sh- because if this isn't helping We're trying to win football games. This is not helping us beat the Raiders. And this is an important game.
0: And it's the the week of the season starting. (sighs) So, like Josh in Florida on the ramoslaw.com text line says, you know, who really cares about this article? I don't care if Peyton talks. No one should care. Um, Here's the thing it's the week of the first game, his first game, Sean Payton's first game. And this is a distraction, period. It's a distraction. Like, you can't tell me that this is not a distraction. I, like, when you have a guy in your building like Seth Wickersham for a week and this drops and is on the front page of the most popular sports website in the world, ESPN.com, that's a distraction. Now, is it going to mean that the Broncos are going to lose on Sunday? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I can promise you later this afternoon when Russell Wilson steps up to the podium, the week of the game where he's trying to cleanse himself and start a new journey, he's asked about the old one again for the third time in the last three months because of what Sean Payton is going on the record and doing. That's not ideal. It's just not ideal. No. And he should know better.
1: Sean Payton should know better. But it's happened multiple times. I know. And so, like, like you can say, well, I, I don't mind Sean Payton doing it. But when your coach asks your team not to do this stuff, And then he does it again, 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 repeat, again, again, again. And we're about to play football, and he does it again. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, the players will look at him a little bit differently and lose some respect for him um, if he continues to do that. And you can't ask me to do something and you do something else. Like, no, I want you to do it that way, and then you do it another way. It's just like, it just doesn't work, man. It just doesn't work that way. Like, you can't be heading up and running an operation and operate that way. You just can't. So, you know, some people can look at it like, oh, this is not a big It is, because it's adding up, folks. Yeah, It's adding up. No one wants to talk about this stuff from last year. Russ, certainly, he's got a long way to go and a, and a, and a lot to accomplish, and now you have just nonsense that you have to deal with when you shouldn't have to deal with it. Not from your head coach. He deals with it from former players. Right, already. Not from all this right, other stuff. Right. All these, now he's getting it from his head coach. Right, right, Come right. on, come on, Sean. you you, you, you got to be smarter than that. I mean, like, I know better than that. Look, you even know better than that, Zach. You wouldn't make that foolish mistake.
0: Not twice and definitely not for a third time anyway. Wow, uh, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. The week of the game. The week of the season opener. A rivalry game against the Raiders. A team that the Broncos have not beaten in three seasons. All right. Um, hopefully the Broncos picked themselves up off the mat the way that CU has. And Coach Prime says he keeps receipts from the haters. So we should expect this weekend to be personal. And we'll remind you why coming up next.